out of every one, praise God. Hallelujah. And maybe they can tune in online. But we're here. Praise God. Emmett, in case you're curious, uh, let me just say I had a text that, had a couple texts that named it what they thought. But anyway, he, he started having uh, uh, pain in his ankles, and then he had a little rash, and then he had pain in his elbows, and his ankles swelled up. This was yesterday morning. Or Friday, Friday morning, he had some symptoms. She took him to school. When he got off of school, he was hurting so bad and crying, and she had to carry him up the stairs to their house. And uh, so he was seemed to be doing good. Yesterday, I talked to him, and uh, but anyway, evidently he was worse this morning. So they took him to be checked out further. And uh, this is this is what they think. But we prayed, and it doesn't matter what we see. But sometimes, you know. It doesn't hurt to, to, to know, but knowledge doesn't override our faith. And we don't have faith in our knowledge. But, I mean, it's good to have some knowledge, especially if, it's, if, if it'll take care of itself, if it's going to go away. And that's what, I, you know, I read that it usually goes away in a couple of weeks. But it is uh, he, he knocked Sean Lean Pupura. There you go. That's what the name of the disease is. We'll just, they just call it SSP. They're doing the EKG on him right now and uh, to see, make sure there's no murmur or uh, pericarditis and looking for one more thing in his blood to double-check for heart issues since he did have chest pain this morning. His chest was hurting, and he was hurting worse. So, uh, But we believe God. Amen. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with fire who uh, uh, went about, well, I think I added with fire, but it sounded good right there, with the Holy Ghost, who went about doing good and healing all who were, uh, you know, just got sick. No, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Sickness and disease always comes from the devil, never God. Oh, it's just a cold, it's just going around. Well, guess who's the author of all that? Why do you even want to give him any place in your life? Right. Amen. He comes but to steal, to kill, and destroy. And that's what he does. So we're, 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 I'm with Jesse Duplantis. Me and the devil had a tussle, and I won. Amen. He said, me and the devil, we do agree. I hate the devil, and the devil hates me. But me and the devil had a tussle, and I won. Amen. So we win. Uh, well, we are going to have a service tonight. Uh, we, we will minister on healing uh, briefly, a brief uh, message. I'm not going to preach two hours, I don't think. If we fall out in the Spirit, we won't care. Right. Amen. Uh, but we're going to receive communion and, and minister to the sick if anybody would like to. The devil is not playing right now. He is attacking the saints. Amen. And what you got to do when you get attacked, you just sometimes you just got to double up. Amen. Sometimes you just got to dig down deep and and fight a little harder yeah. amen you know that's what i had to do i was not making any progress and uh uh i had to fight a little harder and uh it caused victory to come yeah. amen because the 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 uh effort uh well hello doors the effort i was putting didn't didn't uh wasn't getting it done and Misty prayed too, thank God. Thank God for a, a, a spouse that believes God. Amen. And that's anointed. Amen. Because there's been a time or two she prayed and everything changed. And now sometimes things don't change right away. Amen. But that's where faith comes in. Very important subject. So we have uh, something for the children. Uh, you can be dismissed right now. God bless you. Hallelujah. I've got some things on my heart that I believe will help us. The uh, Lord spoke to me early yesterday morning, and I studied it all, most of the day, off and on. I believe it will help us. Praise God forevermore. You know, I, I had mentioned a couple of times that uh, what is going on in the world the attack that we're under right now 
and all that's going on in society. And you know, the Bible says Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. He's a deceiver. He's a deceiver. One brother Clifton Coulter said, if you knew you were deceived, you wouldn't be deceived. <laughs> Amen. You know, you get over it. But it, he, he, he tricks us. And, and, and none of us are above it. Amen. Hallelujah. He's slick and he's sly. And, and uh, I, said, I said years ago, I heard somebody say it. I thought it was so spiritual. I thought it was the most spiritual thing. Well, we never would want to have more than 50 people in our church. Because that way you couldn't really pastor them and you couldn't really know them. So, you know, a young, dumb, baby Christian, you know, it is just like a parrot. You know, that's why a lot of Christians are. They're just parrots. They just say what anybody ever says. And I'm not going to get into that because it's bad. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. So I said that. I don't think I'd ever want more than 50 people. And, you know, uh, uh, that's, that's cursed me. And I've rebuked that curse. And... And, and, and I'm working on it, praise God, still working on it. But I wish I'd never said that. I wish I'd never said that. Now, you can repent and renounce your words, but it still gives, you know, uh, it, it, it still gives some things. It's, it's uh, praise God. So I'm believing for hundreds, praise God. <laughs> Amen. From the north, south, east, and west, they're coming. Amen. Uh, but... Uh, uh, I just, I just sense with all this that's going on, it's like I can see it. I can see it. The devil's got involved in society and in, in Hollywood. And, and uh, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, being holy, what the Bible says about that, because it's not silent. It's not a man-made doctrine. It's, it's real. But, but we got to get it right. Uh, and, and understand what it really is. And, 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 and lay a hold of what it really is. But uh, I was watching old Jensen Franklin this morning. And uh, I just happened to turn it to him because the one that was on, I always watch Victory. But a few of them on Victory aren't, my, aren't this, you know. They're good, but they're just not. They're not like some of the others. Amen. I got a few. Amen. That that uh, I I just this feed me, but this wasn't feeding me. So I saw Jensen Frank. Why check him out? Because last time I saw him, he was preaching about people need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, and I thought, boy, if that coming from him is big. Amen. Because a lot of seeker friendly churches they don't they won't talk about that, uh, but the Bible does. I I just. I, I never will understand that, amen, if it's in the Bible, if, you know, we, it ought to be fair game, amen, hallelujah, you know, rightly divided. So, but he, he said this exact same thing that I've been saying, that all this stuff, the atheism, the wokeism, all, you know, he named everything, and then he really, he really come out and said, you know, because society accepts it now we accept it you know killing babies and everything else uh and you know god can forgive anything and everything live an immoral lifestyle uh he just he just really came out and said it and i said my god i'm i'm proud of him amen because he's big and there was you know two or three thousand people in that church amen hallelujah no telling how you know, millions watching it on TV. And the, but he's saying the body of Christ needs to wake up because while the same thing I've been saying, we've been going to sleep. And the devil's getting his crowd stirred up. And we, the Bible says we win. So something has to happen. Amen? So uh, I got some things on my heart. I want to I start out. I want to tell it again. I know some of you have heard it so many times. But uh, I just want you to know, you know, what I believe I... I I, I, I can't be knocked off of it. Uh, you know, I know whom I believed. I have no problem with giving uh, and teaching people to give. And so many people are afraid because, boy, money is a touchy matter. Somebody told me one time, uh, you know, if you want to get people upset, uh, talk about their weight, their children, or their billfold. And he said, that'll get them every time. If they're going to get offended, they'll, 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 that'll, that'll get them. Amen. Hallelujah. Because, you know, I like my biscuits and gravy, leave them alone. But l listen, you know, the truth is, the truth's the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to 
strain at the speck in everybody else's eye when we got a big old log of gluttony in our eye. Amen. Sin is sin. Amen. Hallelujah. He's still working on all of us, I hope. Amen. But anyway, uh, I had been praying, and, and I came into this, when I rededicated, I came into a very legalistic church. And uh, they believed in the baptism of the Holy Ghost, all right, and thank God, and I got it. And, uh, but they believed uh, some real strict things concerning outward apparel, the way women dressed and the way uh, even men to a certain degree. Uh, and uh, women, were, women couldn't wear pants of any kind at any time. Uh, women weren't supposed to cut their hair and they weren't supposed to wear makeup or any jewelry. And, and they said this was holiness. This was being dedicated to the Lord. This was holiness. Well, I was a brand new Christian, and God had knocked my socks off. When I called out on Jesus, I found what I'd been looking for all my life, and I got it there at the church. You know, so I had, to, uh, I had enough honor and respect to do whatever they said. Amen? I mean, I came one of the first Saturdays, uh, we'd had a softball game, and uh, I played for, I worked at DeLaval or IMO or whatever they called it then, and uh, we had a game one Saturday morning, and I went to the game, and I had my uniform on. I thought it was a pretty uniform. You know, we had navy blue shirts and, and uh, uh, gray softball shorts and navy blue knee socks. Man, it was sharp, you know. And uh, uh, I come walking up out there. I just went out to the tent. I'd just been rededicated a week or two. I come out there to see if I could help what was going on, if anybody was out there, and there was somebody out there. So I just went out there and went up talking to the preacher, and he looked at me like, I'd, like I was Jezebel or something. And I said, uh, uh, what, what, what's wrong? And he said, uh, you, you know, it, we really don't think it's good for men to wear short britches. And I mean, you know, they was down to here. They was bat, softball shorts. God, we really don't think it's right for men to wear softball. And he said, we really don't think it's right to compete, to be competitive, because those are idols. And it's putting things before God. And I said, oh, I didn't know. Well, you guess what? I love God so much that was the end of me playing softball. Because I love God more. I love softball. God knows I love softball. Because I was playing two, three nights a week and weekends. But I was done. I'm done. Because I love God. Amen. So uh, uh, I, 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 I realized that there was a whole lot of do's and don'ts. And... Uh, And, and, and I got caught up in that and, and then I began to believe that part of the blessing on my life was because I didn't anymore does that make sense to anybody I thought I was anointed because I quit this and I quit that they didn't think you ought to watch TV at all they didn't think you ought to have a TV in your house I heard some people say you couldn't be in the bride of Christ if you had a TV in your house well that don't even register with some people but I knew what that meant because I was hungry for stuff like you know the bride's the chosen one you know, and, and I, I wanted to feel chosen of God. But, uh, you know, I kept TV, and I still watch Atlanta Braves and Andy Griffith and Little House on the Prairie. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I, I sanctified it way down, but some people can't. Amen. And some people are getting a bunch of nonsense that, that pollutes the good stuff they get and makes the good stuff they get of no effect. And it, re it really does. It really, really does. But anyway... Make a long story short, I, I just I wanted to please God. So uh, uh, a few months down the road, I had uh, felt led of the Lord to leave that church and start the storefront church in Sparksville, and uh, I think we might have already built the the church there. Uh, and uh, but but still, I was just a baby Christian well Bethany was Bethany was little when this happened very little Bethany was maybe two when we moved to that house in Sparksville something like that she was big enough to color on the walls with crayons because I just had put the prettiest wallpaper I got to where I could do wallpaper almost as good as Kenneth James now and that's that that's saying something right there 
I got pretty good at it, and I just had some pretty in the hallway, and she colored all up on it. And it wasn't, it wasn't uh, crayon proof. So I don't know if you remember that or not. But uh, I had a room that I prayed in. And uh, I went to Louisville, Kentucky to a meeting, and I got prayed for. And I'd been crying out to God because I had a preacher friend who talked about religious devils. Religious devils. Them old religious devils. And I knew the way he talked about it, whatever there was, I didn't want them. I didn't know much about it. See, you need to be with somebody who's been farther than you to kind of even just make you curious and think. Amen. And uh, so uh, I got to thinking about that and praying about that. And then I realized I had a conflict because the Spirit of God would come on me and anoint me. And, and, uh, but uh, I had times in prayer I was learning how to pray. I had times in prayer where I was getting in the presence of God. And the God I was praying to and getting in his presence wasn't all mean and gung-ho and harsh as the God I was praying to. The God I was preaching was different than the God I was praying to. The God I was praying to was love, just radiating, and it healed, and it filled, and it guided, and it, it was just helping me so much. So I was in a conflict. And uh, so well, I was crying out to God, and I said, Lord, I don't know if i got a religious devil or not, but if I do, I don't want it. I don't want to be religious because I, I had a hard time not being judgmental. I had a hard time not judging myself and anybody and everybody else. And listen, saints, if we want to nitpick, our God loves mercy. But if you want to nitpick and look at somebody under a microscope, me included, you're going to find all kinds of problems more than you want to deal with, and, and vice versa. But we're not supposed to do that. The Bible says fervent love covers a multitude of sins. Well, I didn't know that yet. Amen. And I was just preaching, trying to get everybody straight. So anyway, I'm praying. I, f I found a book. I found a prayer in a book. Uh, uh, for self-deliverance. I've read that prayer here recently in a few services. services, And it was a prayer for self-deliverance. To cast the devil out of yourself. Now Dr. Jacobs teaches and other great minister deliverance teachers. If, you're, if, if the devil's getting a stronghold in you. There's certain levels that because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. There's certain levels you can deal with yourself. In the name of Jesus. Amen, and you can take authority and get stuff broken over you. But sometimes stuff gets a hold of people so strong, you can't get it broke off. And you need believers with more authority to get stuff broke off of you. So I was laying on my face. I probably did it for a week in a row. I would lay on my face in the carpet, and I'd pray, and I'd say that prayer over and over and over again, and I wanted it. Well, I got in this meeting. He called all the preachers first. He said, it doesn't matter if... if uh, if you pray for the people, I said, but if you get the preacher straight, then maybe they can help get the people straight. He said, we want to minister to the, to the, we don't need hurting preachers, messed up preachers ministering to the people. If we can get the, if we can get the preachers. And that's, you know, the whole thought of missionaries, good missionaries, the missionaries that we know. They want to set up local pastors and help the pastors uh, so that they can do a greater job in their churches and help all the locals because if you reach a hundred pastors from all over the nation then you're affecting the whole nation and they, they, when the preacher comes up everybody comes up amen so I went running up there and I got in the front row right here you know I was, the front, I was on this side on the uh, outward and he come down this row and this was before they picked you up when you fell I mean, I mean before they let you lay there Rodney Howard Brand starts saying let them lay there they're on the operating table if they're out, don't wake them. Don't get them up. Because sometimes God's not done. Just let them lay there. Well, I hit like a sack of potatoes. And I couldn't move, but some big ushers got me up. And so I walked around the back, and I was snotting and slobbering. Something had happened to me. I mean, I'd been set free. And, it, I mean, uh, up to getting saved, I hadn't experienced anything like that. Better than getting filled with the Holy Ghost. And I went back, and I told the people I was with, they were from Glasgow. They come and got me. And uh, uh, took me to this meeting, and uh, I said, I don't know what happened, but something's happened to me. Well, the very next morning, I was in my office 
praying. And I was talking to God, crying out to God. And I had this experience in God. And I'm not going to tell you all the experience because I, I want to preach to you a little bit. But part of that was I said, Lord, I, I knew I had his ear. I was in his presence. I was asking him questions and he was answering them. Amen. I was in the presence of God. Amen. And so I said, uh, Lord, I just want to please you. All I want to do is please you. I love you so much. I want to please you. And I felt like when I said that, I was saying, well, I'm ready to go to Africa to be a headhunter. I mean, to minister to the headhunters, <laughs> to be eaten by the headhunters. <laughs> you know, I, 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 if you want me to go to Africa, I'll go. That's what I was saying. And I really meant it. And I, really, and I thought that's what was going to happen. <laughs> I, I really did. And, and uh, uh, so I, was, I asked him, and he said, just believe me. Just believe me. Just believe me. So, uh, really, it's probably about five years after I saved. Probably about five years after I rededicated that this happened. He said, just believe me. And I said, uh, well, that's too good to be true. What, where's that in the scripture? And he said, Hebrews 11 and 6. I looked at it. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and a rewarder of them that doesn't seek him. I said, my goodness. I thought it was more complicated than that. Amen. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so I said, well, Lord, I don't know exactly what that means, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to believe you. Amen. And uh, uh, that started quite a journey for me. Hallelujah. Uh, but that's what he wants. He wants us to believe him. Amen. See, listen, church, church people, he didn't say without keeping the Ten Commandments and keeping a big long list of rules, it's impossible to please him. You know, if you can't, if you can't quit that Copenhagen, you ain't going to make it. You know, you're done for. That's filthiness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, and people think like that. People get beat up by, by stuff like that. But that's not what he said. Amen. I didn't have, I didn't have a Copenhagen problem. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Or, or skull or anything. Praise God. I was free from all that. It had been for years. Praise God. But uh, he said without faith it's impossible to please him. And see religion makes you think you've got to do this and you've got to do that. and you got to do What God's saying, I want you to believe me. Amen. That ought to be the most important thing. Because nothing happens unless you believe. That ought to be the most important thing is believing God. The Bible says, by grace are you saved through faith. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So you can't even be saved without faith. And the devil tried to tell you, and see the devil, he's after your faith. I'm just going to tell you. He's after your faith, wants to make you think that it's impossible to attain and that uh, it, 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 it can't be had, it's too hard, it's too difficult. It's not. It's not too difficult. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, and he said he's dealt us each a measure of faith. And he said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So he tells us how to get it and develop. He gives us all the clues. He gives us all the tools. Amen. And... Uh, uh, but it's up to us to go after it. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, so what is faith? Amen. Now, the Bible says in Hebrews 11 and 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is believing God. Faith, he said, just believe me. So have faith in God. Amen. The Amplified says... Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for being proof of the things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving is real fact what not is revealed to the senses. Faith perceiving is real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So we know in Thessalonians 
that Paul was praying that we'd be sanctified, holy, spirit, soul, and body. We are a three-part being. Our heart is a part of us that gets born again. Our spirit man. Real faith is of the heart in the spirit man. Your, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And what so many people are trying to do is have faith in their soul. Have faith in their mind. Have faith where all their feelings are. But real faith is in the heart. See, when you have real faith, you just know that you know that you know. Amen. Hallelujah. You just know that you know that you know way down deep in the inside. And you let that cancel out everything on the outside. Amen. And it's a process. It's real. you got to be willing to work at it. You know, I, 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 I was thinking, you know, uh, I had to work a little bit harder to lay hold of my healing. Still having to work hard. You know, it just seems like if it's not one thing, it's another sometimes. When you're going on with God, the enemy's trying to mess up your faith. But it's time to put forth the effort. It's time to put forth extra effort and zero in because Jesus is coming soon. If he's ever been coming soon, it's now. And if there's ever been a time to be ready and and for us to lay hold of all that he is. So let me me define faith just a little bit. And I want to tell you something, a little story. Uh, uh, Jesus never fails. And God never fails. Amen. And it's, 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 it's not that Jesus says no or God says no. Amen. God doesn't change. We're not trying to change God. We're not trying to change God's mind. Because the sickness that you have is not from God. Amen. What's attacked him? It is not from God. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So it's not like God says, well, I got this on you. And if enough saints pray then I will change my mind and I will take that off of you. And see, a lot of people think God works that way and they're praying that way because they've been taught religiously that everything happens is the will of God. Amen? But that's not rightly dividing the word. Of, uh, rightly dividing the word. Amen? The thief comes, but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. So if it's stealing, killing, and destroying, it's the devil. Uh, Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and have life more abundantly. So Jesus never fails. God never fails. I'm going to say something. He loves us anyhow. He knows we're but his grass. But I'm going to lay a big one on you right now. If it does not work, if your prayers do not work, who failed? If Jesus never fails, then God never fails. We failed. Amen. We're not perfect. We're not there yet. And and maybe we're deceived a little bit. Maybe we're deceived a little bit still thinking that we're just going to pray and change God's mind here. That's all we need to do is just change his mind. And if if, if 800 people call the prayer tower, then God will say, I'm going to go ahead and change my mind. No, that's not how he is. He loves you. He is love. He wants the very best for you. Matter of fact, he gave it in the total package when Jesus said it's finished. It's finished. All the provision for all those things is needed, but we got to get in the Word and find out what belongs, what genuine faith is, and, and we can win. So if it does not work, we failed. God does not change. Our faith does not change God. Amen. Our faith, we're not trying to change God. Hallelujah. Faith changes things, not God. <coughs> so we got to get that and understand that. Amen? So, uh, uh, well, let's move. Let's move. Let me, let me move on just a little bit here. I'm, I, I'm, I'm holding my story. i got a story. Romans 10, 14. Look at this with me. If we get faith right, we'll win. And you don't quit because you don't get faith right. You keep working harder. Amen? Hallelujah. You just keep working harder. Faith comes by hearing. So I'm going to read to you. Romans 10, 14. So then how shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? 
As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring uh, glad tidings of good things. But they have not all, all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Because by grace are you saved through faith. It's a gift of God. When somebody preaches the cross in the gospel of Jesus Christ that he died for us, it causes that faith to grow and get strong enough to where you can say, I believe that in my heart. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe he died for my sins. I believe that I surrendered to that. I believe that with all my heart. And that's where you believe, not in your head. See, there's, there's, these, there's these intellectual whiz, whizzes that we got now, the, 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 woke, the woke bunch, and they got every kind of question. Well, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they disagree. Mark told one thing, and, the Lord never said, uh, and, and Luke never said it, never mentioned it. So it's incomplete. They're in error. They don't agree. Well, I could tell, me and, me and Wes could go to the same ball game and see the same thing, and I'd be talking about how one guy did one thing, and he might be talking about how somebody did another thing. We saw the same game. He's just saying his perceptive perception, and I'm saying my perception. They're not contradicting each other. Amen? It's just their point of view, the way they uh, understood. But see, I mean, there's, 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 there's wickedness that's fighting and arguing. Churches are under attack. Ministers are under attack. There are bloggers online that just want to tear down anything and everything, except that some, some are out to destroy whole denominations. And they'll get somebody disgruntled and, and take a testimony from them. Amen. You know, they got shows on TV, uh, uh, the... the Mormon girls who are running away, escaping from polygamy. Not all, not all Mormons are polygamists. Amen. But, you know, uh, there's not another Bible. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, listen, y'all can't do Matthew, Mark, Luke, Luke, John, and Acts. What you want to, what you want to hold another book for? <laughs> Amen. Why you need another book? You don't need another book. Another book ain't going to straighten you out. Reading the one that you have will. Amen. Amen. Believe in the one that you have. We want another book. Give me a break. Hallelujah. And so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When we begin to hear it and hear it and hear it, it builds it up. That's why we have no problem believing in salvation. It's a miraculous, it's a supernatural thing. It is totally mind-boggling. Because I knelt on my, on my knees and believed in my heart that Jesus is my Lord, I'm going to live forever, praise God. Amen. When I leave this body, if I leave this body, if I go by the way of the grave, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, I'm going to give up my last breath and my spirit man is going to leave this body behind and meet the Lord forever to be with him, praise God. And if I go by the grave, if we go by the grave, they'll put us in the grave, but praise God, a trumpet will sound and the, the, the Lord will come and descend with the shout and the great trump and the dead and Christ will rise up and rise up together and meet him in the air. And then those of us that are alive that are still here will go up too, glory to God, in a glorified body. That is mind-boggling. That is bigger than any miracle that you ever heard of or could think of. That is bigger than somebody getting a new uh, digestive system like Misty did. Amen, and having 10 diseases and uh, brand new. That's bigger than that because this is eternity. And listen, we don't falter at that. We don't waver at that. How come? Because you've heard it and you've heard it and it went down in your heart and you believed it in your heart and you got it in your heart. But there's so much garbage going on about the rest of this stuff about healing that you want to question it and you want to let your, you want to let your uh, uh, flesh and your symptoms and your feelings and your senses talk louder than what the Word of God says. Amen? But God's right. And all this is wrong. Amen? The kind of faith you have is determined by the kind of faith that you hear. What am I, what am I talking about? I'm, I, I, I'm talking about is it real faith? Is it, is it play with it faith? Amen. Is it faith for the little things that I know I can do by myself? I'm going to pray for my headache, but I got some Tylenol in the, in the, in the, in the medicine cabinet and that Tylenol don't heal you anyway so I'm just going to let it take the symptoms away while I'm using my faith 
And then you know what? In two hours, your headache's gone. And well, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm not, I, I'm not putting you down. I'm not saying anything. But you, you know, you can, you can believe for that little stuff. Amen. But when it's a biggie. Amen. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the right things. That's why we've got to focus on healing more and more because there's more and more of attack. Uh, Judy had an incident and fell down. She doesn't feel uh, confident to be here. Amen. Uh, Alan's been attacked, been to be tested. Nothing shows up, but he feels horrible. Emmett's under attack. Different people are under attack. Amen. You know, uh, Brother Glenn, and I, you know, the stuff's going on. Stuff, stuff, stuff's trying to get you. We got we to believe God. We're under attack. We got to press in. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. I don't know why, but in my last year at Little League, we didn't have batting cages everywhere. We didn't even have no batting cages at Sparksville. If you ever got any practice, somebody had to get you out there one, one by one and chase balls. You know, that's a, we, didn't, we didn't have a bucket of balls. I never saw a bucket of balls till, till I was in high school. You know, we, you, we, you just, we just didn't play that game. I know Cade can't even imagine it. No batting cages. Well, I don't know why, but I think Brother Harmon was one of the coaches. And my big brother, I think they were embarrassed at me. Because, you know, uh, uh, I, I wasn't really killing the ball, <laughs> to say the least. Amen. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if, if I even had a batting average, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't putting the wood to it like I should have been. And uh, so they, they, I guess they just, I guess it was ashamed. So they took me out in the field behind the house <laughs> and they worked with me, you know, and they'd throw it to me and tell me to stand in there and, and you know, because, you know, I, boy, I was, I was hoping for a walk. You know, I hope maybe they'll walk me. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, I just wasn't a slugger. I just really wasn't. And they worked on me. Amen. And, and stayed with it. And I had, to, I had to work too. And I've thrown up so many rocks and hit them with the backer sticks. I, you know, it, it, it's amazing. And that's hand-eye coordination. And then finally I got a hit or two, praise God, because I worked after it. I, I paid the price to get there. Amen. I wanted something better than what I had, so I had to dig a little bit deeper. So, you know, some of us struggle with some things. We need to feed on the Word a little bit. And, 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 and listen, if you're listening to some preacher it's not building your faith, uh, you know, you, you need to find somebody that'll, that'll build your faith. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't need chicken soup for the soul and some little emotional soothing. You need something that's going to make you a, a hot dog believer. Amen. The kind of faith you have is determined by the kind of faith you hear. You have to hear somebody telling you that God's promises are yes and amen. Not, not You never know what the Lord might do. Listen, I don't care if they got a, a, a line of degrees, uh, THD, PhD, post hole digger, I don't know. Uh, more degrees in the thermostat if they're telling you that God says wait or God says no or you, the Lord's doing this to you for a reason you need to run away from that amen this is exactly what Paul was talking about having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away you don't need to get your spiritual food or feeding or encouragement from people like that because they don't have nothing to help you with amen the people you hang out, that's how you're going to become. You need to find somebody, amen, that's honoring God, pleasing God. Hallelujah. 1 Peter chapter 1. This is what, this is what God put, in my, put on my heart and stirred me with, and I want to talk to you about it a little bit. Because <clears throat> the enemy knows. Now, now part of the, enemy's, the enemy's subtle, and, and, uh, but I believe... I believe if, if, if God's ever anointed the preacher to preach the Word of God or to go on a crusade somewhere in South America or Africa and get thousands of people saved, and if God's ever led anybody to do that, I believe the devil leads people to do things too. I believe the devil leads people to come up with some of these crazy things, and Madeline Murray O'Hare was one of them. You know, she was the one, the atheist, who got prayer out of schools. Amen. I believe if we could get prayer back in schools like we used to have it, have it and saying the Pledge of Allegiance and, 
and one nation under God and, and having prayer before school. Amen. And believe in God. I mean, our, our, our county government, uh, praise God for Judge Piles. Amen. He makes them stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance. And they may have always been doing that, but if they did, hoorah. Praise God. They may have always did that, but hoorah. I mean, they, they do it right there on Facebook Live. And they say the stand up and say the pledge to the flag and the pledge to the, uh, of allegiance, like, uh, like they do at the Christian school. Amen. And then he prayed. And I was blown away. Because he prayed. He said, God, we ask you to help us make the decisions to have the wisdom to make the decisions and know what to do that will help the people that would please you. I mean, he just took politics all out of it. Praise God. He didn't say, Lord, help me to get my five to vote against the other four. He said, Lord, help us all to make the right decisions to guide us. Praise God. But we've lost all that. Oh, that's done. Take the Ten Commandments down. We don't want to see the Ten Commandments because it might offend somebody. Well, what about, what about us blood-bought saints that might be offended because it was there and now it ain't? Hallelujah. What about us blood-bought saints? We can't say Merry Christmas. What, 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 what is all this? It's totally diabolic, and we think we just, we just need a little dab of religion will do us. We're not going to be too concerned about praying. Don't teach us how to. Don't we, what do we need the Bible for? They put the words up in church. We don't need a Bible. You need a Bible. You need to go to sleep with it. You need to wake up with it. You need to know where it's at, and you need to know what's in it, and have an appetite for it, praise God, like you do for a Snickers bar, amen, two or three times a day, or, you know, or biscuit and gravy, praise God, have an appetite to grab and feed on something glory to God man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God we're the church of the firstborn hallelujah glory to God hallelujah for you're not coming to the mount that might be touched and that burned with fire uh, nor unto blackness and darkness and tempest. This is Hebrews 12, 18. And the sound of a trumpet in the voice of words, which voice they heard, entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. Some people don't want to hear the word anymore. Don't say the word anymore. Amen. For they could not endure what was commanded. And if so much as a beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. But you are come to Mount Zion. This is us. Amen, now he's talking to us. But we are coming to Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that you refuse not him that speaketh, for if they escape to refuse him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice then shook not the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word yet once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore we receive a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. We're not like those that, that don't want the truth. We're not like those. Don't preach that to us, preacher. We, we, we got to be nice so we can get the crowds in here. Amen. You got a crowd of nice people. But no we're, no, we're the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Blood washed. Holding our blood washed banner high. We love God. We love the commandment. Amen. Hallelujah. Everything may be shaken, but something's hanging on. Amen, some's not turning loose, and everything that can be shaken may be shaken. You better be careful what you're playing with. Hallelujah, because you get shooken off, you're shooken off. I know it's all by grace. Well, we're in grace, we're under grace. 
But the Bible says that the grace of God has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live righteously and soberly and justly in this present world. New Testament epistles. Amen? It doesn't mean you can do what you want to do. We talked to somebody the other day. Misty did. And Misty said, she said, I'd been saved five years. I got baptized. But I never changed. Well, something come up. The husband got hungry. Said, I'm not getting feed where I'm, fed where I'm going. And he was struggling. We've been praying for him. He'd request a prayer a couple times. He said, I'm, not, I'm just not getting fed where I'm going. He went to another church. Praise God. <laughs> Everything turned around. This lady said, oh, now I love my Bible. I got, the, I got a notebook. I take notes. I love to go to church. I can't wait to go to church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't know. I didn't know I was supposed to change. You've been going for five years. You didn't know anything was supposed to change. Well, I got baptized. Hallelujah. No, no. That ain't all of it. That's just the beginning. But when you, when you, when you start the beginning, you got to move on. Amen? There's moving on. We don't, we're not perfect. Now, let's go back here to, let's go back here to Peter. Hallelujah. I'm just getting excited. Oh. Uh, I don't know how far we got. Let's jump in about verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. For you who are kept by the power of God through faith, for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need you have been grieved through various trials, that the genuineness uh, of your faith, the King James says that the trying of your faith. New King James says genuineness, and, and we're trying, the trying is to see if it's genuine. Amen. So, that the, the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise and honor and glory at the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, this says that your faith is going to be tested when you say you got faith, when we're going to live by faith, when we're going to walk by faith. Stuff's going to happen. Stuff's going to come at you. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, not everything's always going to go right. Amen. It, it, it doesn't always go right for Brother Copeland. Amen. They've had many t toils and dangers and snares, and, and they, don't, they don't make a television show about uh, all their failures uh, so everybody can cry with them. They keep speaking the Word of God. They don't talk about their troubles. They talk about their victories. They don't talk about the problems. They talk about the answers. But they go through stuff just like you will go through stuff. And let me say this. If you're not going through no stuff, don't worry about it. Hallelujah. The, 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 the big bad wolf, you know, he was looking for the meat. Amen. He said, I'm going to huff and I'm going to puff and I'm going to blow your house down. Amen. Well, one little old house was made out of straw. The little piggy was too lazy to build a good house. Y'all know the story? I'm just going to whip one up here quick like a tent. Get you a tent. Get you your old tent out there. Amen. And the big bad wolf says, I'm going to huff and I'm going to puff and I'm going to blow your house. And the little piggy said, not by the hair on my chinny chin chin. And the big bad wolf, he huffed and he puffed. And that, that thing that was built on uh, not a solid foundation, it was gone. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, then... Uh, uh, you know, barbecue time. Then he moved on to the other where he's got hungry again. And it was sticks. Made out of sticks. Well, that took a little bit more effort. Tie them twigs together. You know. They, they do that on the nature shows. How to build you a little cabin out in the woods to survive. You know, with your pocket knife. Hallelujah. Amen. So he had a house out of sticks. Amen. And the big bad wolf comes strolling along and he caught a whiff of pig 
And so he finds the house and he goes up the door and he says, uh, uh, hey, little piggy. And, and uh, the piggy said, ain't nobody home. And he said, listen, you better open this door. Or I'm going to huff and I'm going to puff and I'm going to blow your house in. He said, oh, no, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. You won't blow this house. I, I, I watched the Nature Channel and I did it by the book. Well, huffed and he puffed and pfft, the sticks scattered everywhere and there's another barbecue. Amen. But the other brother, the one brother, went and put in the effort to build a house out of brick. Amen. To build a house out of brick. He dug down deep and hit the solid rock. Amen. His faith was genuine. It wasn't a play with it. You, you, you know these people who try faith? I tried it. I tried it. Oh, Jesus. I know this person. I'm, I was friends with this person, a good acquaintance with this person, had conversations and meals with this person. They'd worked hard all their life, good jobs, had a good retirement. About my age, about my age, had more money in the bank than they could have. I mean, they'd had to work hard to spend it all. That had been very righteous. And wicked to spend that kind of money. All this money in retirements and IRAs and everything. Well, they were kind of raised classic Pentecostal. And uh, you never know what the Lord might do. And we believe God can do anything if He wants to. But if He don't want to, there ain't much we can do about it. And again, I'm saying we're not having to change our mind. What, what we're saying is God gave us some authority. He said, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Amen. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be. Anyway, this sister, she is getting prayed for and she started slipping, forgetting things. Love God, serve God all, all their life. Things started slipping. And uh, preacher said, you need, to, you need to dig down and start speak, speaking the word, saying what the word of God says. And they said, well, you know what? I've tried that and tried that and said, if God wanted me healed, said, I've had this one pray for me. I've had that one pray for me. If God wanted me healed, I'd be healed. I'll believe in that. Told her pastor that. And I mean, it happened, it happened in a matter of, of a few months. A few months. And somebody has to take care of her and watch over her. They have to have somebody hired to watch her because she don't know nothing. Don't know nothing. Got hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank. No children. I don't know about that stuff. If God wanted me to be well, I'd be well. He said, you need to start saying what the Word of God says. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, look, 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 look. You, 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 you building on uh, bales of straw and sticks. But you get, you get it built out of brick, then the big bad wolf comes and he's going to huff. They dug down deep and built their house on the solid foundation. The big bad wolf comes and he said, oh, oh, and he blowed and he blowed and he blowed and he blowed and he couldn't move that house. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, it, 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 it's time to be shoring up your foundations. It's time to be preparing for the, for, for the greatest thing because the enemy is going to fight. He's going to fight and, and, and uh, uh, we, have, we have promises. Amen. Uh, glory to God. Let's, let's, let's go back. Uh, verse 8. Whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. I saw a preacher the uh, uh, other day, and he said this, and I tried to find it and get it more accurately, but I believe in this man. I, I, he's a man of prayer. <coughs> he's proven got fruit coming after him and he said 
there is coming a great shift in enthusiasm for the church. A great shift because we've been discouraged. COVID hit, COVID hit a blow. It struck up. There's still people that have not come back to church. Amen. And I suppose there's some people that haven't been back to Walmart. Amen. But uh, if you're afraid of it, you're afraid of it. You know, he said, God's not giving us a spirit of fear. Amen. But, but the, I mean, the church wasn't ready. Hallelujah. He said, fear not, for I am with thee. But we got all caught up in that fear. Hallelujah. Praise God. And uh, there's coming a great shift in enthusiasm for the church. And you know what I thought when I heard him say that? I said, when you have faith. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. There's coming a, a, a regeneration, a restirring of the people's faith. And you're believing God. You know what? Let me, let me just tell you how this works. Uh, I, I know I'm just like you. I'm a human being just like you. Uh, the Bible tells us to put on the whole armor of God. And part of it is the shield of faith where we may quench all the fiery, every fiery dart of the wicked one. Well, then fiery darts are coming. Amen. And, uh, you know, you ever watch a Western? The Indians just keep coming and keep shooting them fiery arrows. You know, they can't climb up over the wall because they shoot them off, so they get back a little ways and they shoot fire arrows and set everything on the inside. Then while they have to put fires out, then they climb up over the walls. You know, and they just keep shooting them. If there's enough of them, it don't matter how many Indians get killed. If there's enough Indians, they're eventually going to get in there and scalp everybody. Amen with their bows and arrows if there's enough of them. Uh, well, so those fire darts come, and they come, and they come. One slips through and hits you and stings you, and, and he's, a he's a deceiver. You get to thinking about something you don't even really realize. That thought straight from hell. I should just cast this aside. But you begin to entertain it a little bit, and you begin to think, well, I got the right to feel this way. I deserve it. And you get to feeling uh, self-pity or something that's contrary to joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Something contrary to joy unspeakable and full of glory. And the next thing you know, you're meditating on that and you're beat up. You're, 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 you're hindered. You're not enthusiastic about anything. Amen? And it, it, it's bogging you down. It's bogging you down. Well, you know, I may be exaggerating a little bit, but I have stuff when stuff's bothering me. Amen? I get in the Word. I go to the Word or I go to, I go to somebody, listen to somebody. Hallelujah. Right now, I listen to Keith Moore when I do my workouts. I always feel better spiritually and physically after workout because he says something. I said, my goodness. Hallelujah. My goodness, that sure did help me and cause me. Because when you're in faith, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. The, 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 the shift that's coming in enthusiasm is coming because there's going to be a shift in faith, a shift in people believing God. And, and, and realize, God has never left. We're not trying to change God. God's not the problem. Some people are waiting on God. God's going to give us this mighty revival, and God's going to do all this. Listen, when Jesus said it's finished, it was finished, and that curtain was rent in twain. And on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost come. And he said, how much more shall you receive the... Uh, the Holy Ghost, if you ask the Father. How if you ask the Father for the Holy Ghost, how much more will He give it to you? Amen. we got to ask. we got to believe. we got to stir ourselves up in the things of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Throw away the sticks. Throw away the straws. Amen. Invest in something solid, some bricks and mortar. Praise God and build you a house uh, on the rock of the Word of God that will stand. Hallelujah. A, a, a house of genuine faith. They can be tested and not waver. Amen. You know what I've, I've often thought, and I consider, you know, most of you my spiritual children to some degree, and uh, I, 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 my natural children too, but my natural children, I love them, and sometimes I see them go through things just like Tiff and BR this morning. Sometimes I see them go through things like that, but I know, I know. This is making that genuine stuff stand out. Amen. Hallelujah. It, 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 there's going to be times. But we don't quit. We don't quit. We don't back down. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. My name is written down in heaven. 
He believes in me. Amen. When he sees me, he sees me through eyes of grace. And he's the one who called me out. He's the one who called my name. I didn't call him. And the Bible said, he who begun a good work in me will be faithful to complete it. And that goes for every one of you. He started it and he'll finish it. The difference between the saints and the ain'ts is the want to or the, uh, the uh, not quit. You can even get knocked down and get back up in this thing. You can even get knocked all the way down and get back up and win. <laughs> Hallelujah. And win because he makes us winners. Hallelujah. Well, I don't know if I've helped you, but... Oh, oh gosh. The enemy's after real faith. Let me tell you what real faith is so you'll know and understand this. And get this. We've got to get this. It's hard because we... They say you can't teach old dog new tricks, but you can. It's just, it just takes a lot of work. Hallelujah. It takes a lot of concentration. Real Bible faith. Brother Copeland said this. Real Bible faith simply says uh, what the Word says about you. You, you. you say about yourself. You say what the Word says. I say what the Word says about me spiritually. What it says about me. Figure, you know, I'm more than a conqueror. Greater seed that's in me. Physically, by stripes I'm healed. Well, I feel this, and I feel that. I know you do. I felt it, too. I felt some things, too, but I'm healed. Amen. And I get joy in speaking full of glory because I know, devil, you're a liar. You're a liar, and God is faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm not letting go, and that's how you win. Hallelujah. Mentally, the, the, the real faith says about yourself mentally. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm not forgetful. My mind is sharp and alert. Praise God. I saw, I saw a man, a military veteran in America, I think maybe in Texas, 109 years old, that's celebrating his birthday, World War II veteran. 109 years old, looking good. Hallelujah. And we got people in their 60s that, you know, act like they're older than the hills. Hallelujah. You too, you, you, you're too young. You're just middle-aged. Praise God. Just middle-aged. Hallelujah. That man looked good. Hallelujah. Well, see, if somebody told him you're supposed to be sick and you're supposed to lose your mind and stuff, he didn't hear all that stuff. Financially. Oh, this economy is getting so much bad, so bad, gas is so high. I don't know how we're going to make ends meet. He said, my God supplies all my need according to his riches and glory. I was young but now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed out begging for bread my God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory even if it may not look at it I'm going to say what God says amen and trust in him and socially hallelujah I have the favor of God hallelujah I'm the head and not the tail I find God's favor everywhere I go praise God hallelujah He's a good, good God. Amen. We'll get a little prayer music. We'll pray. Hallelujah. We are going to be back at 6 o'clock tonight. Because uh, we're going to reinforce our healing. We're throwing away the sticks and the stones and we're putting up bricks. Hallelujah. For our family. For ourselves. We are healed. We are the healed. Glory to God. Father God, you, you said in your word that uh, you're good and that your word endures forever. And we believe. And you said that uh, this is a confidence that we have in you that if we ask anything according to your will, we know that you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, we know that we have the things we petitioned you of. And so, Lord, I, I, I pray right now for everybody here listening, everybody maybe online. Uh, refresh us, restore us, Lord. It's a new day. It's a new day. 
If everybody else fades away and fizzles out, I'm not going to fizzle out. I'm going to be tied unto you. I'm in your church, Lord. Because you bought me. You said that whosoever called on your name, you'll in no wise cast out. You're not giving up on me, so I'm not giving up on me, Lord. And you said, he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Lord, help us. Help us be full of faith and be full of the Holy Ghost and uh, to make the effort that we need to make to draw nigh unto you. You said if we'd draw nigh unto you, you'd draw nigh unto us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you praise. Father, we thank you. Lord, I thank you uh, tonight. You'll have your way. Uh, we believe you for miracles, signs, and wonders in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. And all God's children said, Amen. And amen. God bless you. You can be dismissed.